I'm broke but I'm happy I'm poor but I'm kind I'm short but I'm healthy yeah I'm high but I'm grounded I'm sane but I'm overwhelmed I'm lost and I'm hopeful baby what it all comes down to is it everything's gonna be fine 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 cause I got one hand in my pocket and the other Feel drunk, but I'm sober. I'm young and I'm underpaid. I'm tired, but I'm working. Yeah. I care, but I'm restless. I'm here, but I'm really gone. I'm wrong and I'm sorry, baby. What it all comes down to is that everything's gonna be quite alright. Cause I got. I'm free, but I'm focused. I'm green, but I'm wise. I'm hard, but I'm friendly, baby. I'm sad, but I'm laughing. I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. I'm sick, but I'm healthy, baby. What it all boils down to is that no one's really got to figure it out just yet. Good morning, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that little cover there. That was live Chad Brownlee hand in my pocket and an Alanis Morissette cover. Just a fantastic one. Hope you enjoyed it. Thought I'd start off with a little bit of a positive song there. This is Morning Coffee on the Red Pill Project. We're live with you every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, just to cover a little bit of the news and events as we get our day started. And then we'll uh, depart here in about an hour, continue our days, and meet back again tonight for the Daily Dose, our evening show at 5.30 p.m. Pacific tonight, 
5 p.m. Pacific tomorrow night and then 5.30 p.m. Pacific Wednesday and Thursday. And then we'll get into the weekend again with our Friday shows where we have conversations on the fringe, morning coffee, where we start to unwind a little bit, have a little bit more fun, laugh and joke in the morning. In the evening, we have the fringe, conversations on the fringe, where we talk about conspiracies and things that you might just only talk about around a campfire with close friends, aliens, consciousness, uh, spirituality, maybe, uh, science, these kinds of things. So tune in to the weekday and weekday weekend shows and, uh, you know, stay diversified in your content. Uh, Sparky says he's not a fan of the original song, but that cover is awesome. Oh, good, Sparky. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, you know, it, it is a pretty good cover there. I, I enjoy it as, it, is, it as well. Good morning, Red Pill family. We've got Quiet Toad and RMU and Left MD in the house. I'm glad you like that song, Left MD. And uh, Dean the Bean, oh my gosh, celebrating a three-month subscription streak and donating a diamond this morning. Thank you so much for your support, Dean the Bean. Uh, thank you kindly. We're going to get right into things. So we've got a lot, as always, on Monday to cover. We're just going to cover what's going on. And remember uh, the Red Pill Project motto, don't believe anything anybody tells you, regardless of who they are, what authority they profess they have, et cetera, et cetera, unless you could prove it through your own volition, et cetera, because there's a lot of garbage information floating around so we have to be diligent nonetheless we're going to look at what is circulating around the internet and on the headlines and what's happening with the financial situation in the world today and uh, we'll go from there so thank you and without further ado let's do that uh let's start with a little bit of finance here yield on the 10-year u.s government bonds rises above five percent for the first time since 2007 a headline here from insider paper uh, from this morning. Oh, and just that, the yield on the 10-year U.S. government bonds rose again uh, above 5% for the first time since 2007 during the height of the subprime mortgage crisis. So we haven't seen this since 2007. The rate, um, the rate on 10-year bonds hit 5.008% in the morning at 9.10 as investors worry that the U.S. Federal Reserve will need to keep interest rates higher for longer in the face of stubborn inflation and a resilient U.S. economy. So there you go. It's going to be rough for a while here. The outlook appears to be the general sentiment. And I think the markets are finally catching up with what a lot of people have been saying for a long time, which things don't look good is what everyone's been saying. And uh, usually people who know what they're talking about are a little ahead of, ahead of the curve and uh, or ahead of the curve. And they uh, eventually it catches up. Um, here's an article by uh, news.sky.com, Sky News. They explain a little bit about why the soaring cost of government borrowing matters for everybody. They write, the value of government bonds have an enormous bearing on all of our lives and their interest rates are shooting up rapidly around the world. An article from this morning. Except on rare occasions, they write, last year's post-list trust mini budget ex episode being one of them, the bond market rarely garners as much attention as other financial sectors. Yes, yet the markets where companies and governments come to borrow are the foundation for the global economy. In particular, the value of government bonds and hence their input inputted interest rates have an enormous bearing on all our lives. Higher bond yields, as these interest rates are called, imply that we will be paying more on more interest on the, the debt for years to come. In a nutshell, that's what we got. And uh, so the cost to borrow is just 
going up, 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 up since uh, 2021 after a, a low there as Trump was leaving office. <sighs> yeah. Um, so things are getting murky. Hey, Jenica, good morning. Good to see you. Miss your face too. Hope you're doing well. Uh, onward here, we've got headline of Zero Hedge. Sentiment slips as geopolitical tensions and rising yields remain in the driving seat. And just more information about this, what we've been talking about here this morning. Um, we've got the ruble, the Russian ruble surging as comeback against the dollar continues. And uh, we saw it kind of dip down. We saw it increase at the beginning of the Ukraine war and then the kind of establishment of the BRICS nations, uh, you know, and now uh, it's cooled off. It started going down. Now it's coming back up. So we'll keep our eye on the ruble. <clears throat> the interesting thing with Russia and the ruble is they positioned themselves economically pretty securely with its uh, BRICS alliance, you know, between uh, Russia and China and India and the Middle East and other countries in Africa joining on or South Africa is a part of that. But other other nations looking at it and being like, you know, they've got a, most of the world on board in this alliance. And it's mostly financial right now, but it's starting to spill over into a more um, uh, military type alliance, I believe. And we see kind of the different factions of the world binding together as world war kind of starts to kick off here uh, it appears so we'll keep our eye on that um <clears throat> bill ackman was in the news today uh apparently he's covered his bet against treasuries saying there's too much risk in the world to bet against bonds pershing square bill ackman this is according to the cnbc fake news um Bill Ackman revealed Monday he covered his bet against long-term treasuries. The hedge fund manager believes investors may increasingly buy bonds as a safe haven because of growing geopolitical risks. Ackman also added that he removed the short because of concern about the economy. Hmm. Interesting. I've got to hear what more uh, experts are saying on this. That's for sure. And there's a few people I like to listen to. Uh, I like, Gregory Manorino and a couple other folks who seem to have their heads screwed on right when it comes to this stuff and they're actual, actual, uh, they're smarter than me when it comes to finance, but, uh, this is what's going on. And if we go to Twitter, we could see some of this, uh, maybe a little bit more information on Bill Ackman here. Um, he, Bill Ackman covered his big bond short, um, Bill Ackman on the U S markets, uh, yeah, so he says the economy is slowing faster than recent data suggests. Imagine that. Oh, the data was wrong. It's just, you know, that old revised data. Oh, the job numbers are great. Oh, inflation's not that bad. And then you wait a week, wait two weeks after everybody breathes a sigh of relief and the real news comes out. Oh, it turns out we had to, you know, modify the data. It was just a oh, clerical error. Oh, imagine that. Oh, yeah, things are a lot worse than we thought. Sorry about that. The damage, you know, they just are trying to keep things going as long as they can here. All right. Uh, let's stop it. We're going to get out of finance here. If there's anything uh, that you guys have that I'm missing this morning, let me know. You could always tag me on Twitter or contact me on our private social network, socialredpill.com. You, you can create a free account and get in touch with myself and everybody else on the Red Pill Project there, socialredpill.com. Uh, thank you, Qual, 
for life gift for gifting a can of brondo cheers cheers to you thank you very much i appreciate that and it's very good to see you this morning thank you <clears throat> all right onward here let's talk a little bit about some u.s news political corruption and this kind of thing we had Tim Scott come out and call for the immediate expulsion of four House members following multiple actions that may have labeled <laughs> as support for may be labeled as support for terrorism. This includes Ilhan Omar, uh, I think uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Pramila Jayapal, and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, for their support of violence and Hamas and this kind of thing. Um, and we see this political divide and this uh, huge, huge debate between people that are calling for war and violence and this kind of stuff. And I'll say that, you know, my position on this, and I feel like it's, it's right. I kind of have a motto, personal motto. Um, if you do the right thing, you can't go wrong. And uh, people ask, you know, are you pro-Israel or are you pro-Palestine? Are you pro-Israel or pro-Gaza? Are you pro-Israel or pro-Hamas? Uh, crazy enough as a question that is. You know, I'm, pro, I'm pro-humanity. I think that uh, it's possible to have something close to a utopia where there's less violence at the very least. Um, I sometimes wonder how close to a utopia we could get. Of course, you can't avoid the dualism of nature. So I think that there's always going to be some negative aspect of things happening. But uh, I think things are tilted in a very negative direction and that we could do better. Pro-people. Pro-people indeed. Yeah, Summer, well said. Team human. Team human. Yeah, we need to put that on a t-shirt. We'll talk, talk to Josh today. Team human. I mean, it seems like the most logical answer to me. But it's such a complex situation. I, I'm not going to get into it further than that. Here's a video of Ilhan Omar absolutely melting down and on the verge of tears. Uh, Citizen Free Press posted this video and wrote, someone this emotionally charged should not be serving Congress. Let's hear what she has to say. How insane and painful and scary it is. to work and serve in a space where we have a, a member in our caucus say all Muslims are responsible for this and not a single condemnation comes from our caucus leadership or any member of Congress. How is it? How is it that we are serving in a body serving in a body where there are members who condemn us for asking for peace. Hey guys. Uh, so there she is. Uh, I'll be just, please stand by for one second. I've got something. I don't know if it's an animal or what right here. I just need to go check real quick. I'll be right back.
All right, my apologies. I have no idea what that was. That's so strange. Gosh, I hate that. It's so weird. It's like knocking on the walls and stuff. Anyway, onward here. Let's continue. But yeah, just absolutely emotional. And, you know, this just encourages other people to react to everything emotionally, which I think is part of the goal here. These people are pretty erratic. It's not not good. And I, you know, I... uh there might be something to uh, asking these people to maybe step aside. Uh, I think they're contributing to a destabilization and a mental anguish of a lot of people that they look at these folks and think, well, you know, they have, they must be good people. They must be right. I mean, they have these positions in government. They're here for us, right? I mean, they serve the people, don't they? Yeah. Well, maybe not so much. They line their pockets, not from you. Real well, kind of actually at the end of the day is from you, but from, uh, you know, other interests out there, unfortunately. Um, we had this story over the weekend. Veteran NYPD officer Grace Rose Baez boasted about loving her job and was arrested for allegedly selling top quality fentanyl heroin all while on duty. This is a, an officer, a police officer. Um, here she is, and people are obviously commenting on her um, looks. <clears throat> and apparently, uh, yeah, selling drugs. An officer selling drugs. Imagine that. Unbelievable. Uh, trending politics news published this article about joe biden they said that biden could be facing uh potential co severe consequences if he doesn't show receipts from a two hundred thousand dollar loan that has uh been published um and apparently why can't i open this uh let's see here here we go uh, former White House ethics lawyer Richard Painter says Joe Biden must provide confirmation of his $200,000 loan to his brother James after Republicans disclosed a personal check they claim is evidence of influence peddling by the Biden family. Just probably one of the many, many examples of the Biden crime family actions. And, uh, you know, I don't know if this will boil down to anything consequential. We'll see, you know, but uh, that's that's kind of developing here still. Um, Rada Thunberg was in the news over the weekend. Uh, another kind of radical lady. Um, <laughs> we've got a video here posted by Wall Street Silver. Let's take a quick look at this. War is always bad, specifically for the planet. If we want to continue uh, fighting battles like environmentally conscious humans, we must make the change to sustainable tanks and weaponry. There are so many new concepts for uh, battery-powered fighter jets that can carry many more um, missiles, biodegradable missiles, of course. Something literally everybody can do to stop this nonsense is, for example, block the roads to gardens and farms so the plants don't get overrun by these heavy, heavy tanks. Hand grenades, very important. If you use hand grenades, Please use vegan grenades. No animal should have to give their life for all this mayhem and chaos. They have a special sticker on them. You really can't miss them in the uh, grenade market or wherever you buy them. Yeah, I cover all of this and more in my newest book, Vegan Wars.
I'm sorry, I'm muted. That was obviously a meme. This is a deep fake. This is how far technology's come that's not real. Um, it's digitally altered. Her mouth and voice were deep faked. Um, the original interviews on YouTube. But uh, this is why we can't believe anything that we even see on the internet at this point. People, I mean, this the potential for information to take off and people think it's real is out there. And it's scary, especially when you think of political figures being um, digitally altered. And uh, that's why we can't emotionally react to stories like we saw that Gaza hospital story come out. 500 people dead, everybody be outraged, react emotionally immediately, you know, and uh, with stuff like this out there, the potential for overreactions to fake information is real. So we have to be diligent and it's, it's tough out there, but there we go. <laughs> Roxy said, I was going to say, even Greta is not that stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know her, but we'll, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, silly. I should have saved that for Friday's show, but that's okay. Um, onward, let's see here. We have an exclusive clip from Please State. Uh, we could check out here. I can't wait. This is Dinesh D'Souza's film coming out soon. The movie opens in theaters tomorrow, October 23rd. You could get tickets at policestatefilm.net if you're interested. Let's watch this one-minute clip. Uh, posted by Dinesh, Dinesh this morning, or uh, yesterday, rather. I was one of the last members to leave the House chamber on January 6th. I was at the back doors, the main doors leading into the chamber. I was protecting those doors. Uh, the window there to the right is the window that Ashley Babbitt jumped through. Lieutenant Byrd was positioned over there on the left. And Ashley Babbitt fell back died right there yes i heard that shot that took ashley babbitt's life she was posing a threat to united states house of representatives he had no clue what her intentions were i had been yelling and screaming as loud as i was please stop get back get back i don't believe anybody heard him giving those commands she didn't know there was a gun being pointed at her he says he couldn't see her hands he couldn't tell if it was a female. If that would have happened in the summer of 2020, with the riots we saw across our country, you would have been indicted within a week. Police State. Tickets sold only on policestatefilm.net. It'll be good. I'm excited for that. Oh, absolutely horrible. Yeah, and of course there's conspiracy surrounding this, all of this. People are like, that was fake, and all this, you know. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, yeah, Summer. Making a movie. Comes out tomorrow. I don't think our local theater has it, unfortunately. But I believe we could probably purchase it online as well. And it'll probably be punished, published elsewhere soon. We'll see. Um, Infowars. Alex Jones's news uh, network posted this article. U.S. travel to Europe will require prior approval. Biometric scanning. The European announcement is one more step toward dystopia, where citizens are little more than tax cattle to be tagged and tracked as we move from pen to pen across the globe. They continue. 
new system will, will require travelers to first request permission and have biometric data stored in an enormous government database before visiting Europe. They say, traveling to most European countries is about to get more complicated and invasive for American citizens in spring 2025. You'll have to first request permission. And you'll be saying adieu to passport stamps and ciao to financial and fingerprint scans. I'm sorry, uh, ciao to facial and fingerprint scans. And having your biometric data stored in, the, in an enormous government database. On Friday, an agency of the European Union announced the updated timing for the European Travel Information and Authorization System, ETIAS, which has first set to roll out in 2024. It applies to travelers from more than 60 countries that are currently exempt from visa requirements. Visa requirements. Those countries have an aggregate population of 1.4 billion. As is the case today, Americans won't need a visa, but they will need to apply in advance for permission to visit any of 30 EU countries for stays lasting up to 90 days. It'll cost about $8 to apply with requests submitted via the official ETIAS website or mobile app. No, I mean, I just, I guess, you know, we're not, we're not going to have the red pill meetup in Italy. <clears throat> I'm not doing that. I'm not going to scan my face. I'm not going to do fingerprinting and all this. It's just nuts. Not for me. No, thank you. Uh, about the border here, InfoWars said the worst ever illegal border crossing numbers were quietly announced on Saturday morning. Feds warn that Hamas and Hezbollah terrorists are likely getting through. No kidding. And this isn't new. How long has the border been open? And this has been a problem for a long time. So, I mean, they've just been amassing, amassing. Chances are many, many uh, terrorists have gotten through. Infowars writes, Customs and Border Patrol data has revealed that in September, the highest ever number of encounters with illegal immigrants attempting to cross into the country was recorded, and that close to 2.5 million have crossed the border this fiscal year, also the highest number ever. The figures were released Saturday morning in what appears to be a blatant attempt to draw the least scrutiny possible. Yeah, of course they release it when things are quiet, everybody's busy on the weekend. Uh, thank you, Black Jester, for the three lemon donation over there. Um, appreciate it. Onward here. Uh, this story was published by the National Pulse, and they said that cops defend Muslims demanding jihad in London. They write, London's metropolitan police defended radical Muslims who called for jihad against Israel on the streets of Britain's capital city over the weekend, claiming that the word has, quote-unquote, a number of meanings beyond the violent action or terrorism with which it is most commonly associated. Oh my god. Is this real? This is insane. Absolutely insane. Oh gosh. Um, we talked about the BRICS nations a little bit earlier. Apparently India's trade with Russia is at an all-time high now. Moscow's oil exports dominate overall turnover. Data shows. So it's an interesting little uh, cooperation there between India and Russia. We're going to be seeing more of this type of thing. This is a big story. Reuters covered it. 
Um, when did they cover this? They covered this October 16th, but it's worth revisiting. Vista Outdoor to sell support to sell sporting products unit in 1.91 billion dollar deal and cuts sales forecast. So this is about um, the largest civilian ammo producer in the U.S. has sold all their ammo manufacturing plants headquarters in which is in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, this is they sold it to a Czech billionaire who's 30 years old. This is all ammo uh, brands like CCI, Spear, Remington, Heavy Shot, uh, etc. And this is, I mean, um, an interesting development for the ammo in the U.S. Uh, now being owned by a foreigner, uh, still being produced in the U.S. Luckily, but um, this is, you know, who knows what's what the future is going to look like when it comes to getting ammo and things, especially as wars continue to get more and more uh, intense. So uh, this article from Reuters says. The all-cash sale of the sporting products unit, which includes its guns and ammunition business, to privately held checks, Czech group uh, CSG is expected to close next calendar year, Vista Outdoor said. The outdoor recreation and shooting sports products maker also lowered its fiscal 2024 revenue forecast, citing tight consumer spending on its big-ticket discretionary goods in the face of higher interest rates. So, um, I would say if, if, if you have firearms and, you know, want to make sure you're stocked up on ammo, now would probably be a good time. And, uh, especially with things like this going on. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, meanwhile, Elon Musk came out over the weekend and said that, uh, he revealed his arsenal of assault rifles in California uh, after they announced a ban on them. Pretty interesting here. We've got a short clip. Uh, actually, this is fake news. Look at this. This, collect this collection belongs to a guy who owns a YouTube channel. Matt Wallace tweeted this out. You son of a gun. See, you can't trust any information out there, can you? Uh, thank goodness that people are kind of fact-checking things. Uh, but Elon Musk is an avid gun owner, and he did post videos of him hip-firing and things, and uh, he believes in the, the Second Amendment, which is kind of cool. Um, Israel tells citizens to stockpile food for four months while war is being waged. So... This was survival news. They said that Israeli authorities reported that at least uh, 1,400 people have died and 3,500 have been, 3,400 others have been injured in Israel after Hamas launched an unprecedented incursion from air, land, and sea on October 7th. In Gaza, 3,000 people have been killed and another 12,500 were injured, according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health. Um, Israel Defense Forces have also urged all residents of Gaza City to evacuate their homes and move south for their protection last week. As per the IDF, its plans to operate significantly in Gaza City in the coming days, uh, they plan to operate, and wants to avoid harming civilians. Um, the Israel Ministry of Health said, quote, the war may last a long time. Prepare an emergency stock of food for four months. 
The Iranian foreign minister said, quote, the expansion of the war to other fronts has begun to reach unavoidable stages. An IDF spokesperson said, quote, Israel is prepared on its own, both in the north and in the south. And the Israeli military spokesman said, quote, if Hezbollah commits a grave mistake, we will respond with devastating force never seen before. They're preparing four months. Um, it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of uh, non-perishables uh, here as well. Who knows? I mean, it's a good thing to have a uh, little supply on hand. Also, uh, first aid, all these kinds of things, and medications and vitamins, whatever you need, get it. Get it while you can. Um, you don't want to be caught up in some panic if anything ever happens. Um there's some news going around here. I don't know if it's real. I don't know that if it's... Um, we don't know if this is real or fake, and we've seen this come out before, and it's been speculated that it's fake, and it's about Vladimir Putin's health. Uh, it's come out um, over the over the years. You know, Putin, he looks sick. Putin, oh, man. Even before the Ukraine war, they would, these stories would come out from time to time. And here we have the Daily Express U.S. today coming out with a headline. Vladimir Putin suffers cardiac arrest, sparking massive alarm in Kremlin inner circle just published seven hours ago. They said that according to, and here's a source that is not reliable, so this could be fake news, it could just be propaganda, who knows, but maybe there's something to it. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, they said that Vladimir Putin is alleged to have suffered a cardiac arrest in his private Moscow apartment on Sunday evening. The source, source is Telegram, a Telegram channel believed to be run by a former Kremlin insider uh, reported uh, who reported the incident. Um so they say here that Putin was moved to a special medical facility built in the apartment where he underwent intensive care, the source claims. Um, I think that it's probably just rumors and BS, but what do I? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, onward here. We had Trump this morning putting out some messages on his, uh, his app, Truth Social, uh, this, this morning, just about uh, an hour ago, Trump wrote, quote, the fight in Gaza is coming home to the USA. The tens of thousands of strong young men from the Middle East that have already invaded our country are, and are continuing to come totally unchecked will become a problem the likes of which we have never seen before. Crooked Joe Biden is a very ignorant, stupid man who has never been right on a foreign policy issue in his life. Close our border now. Stop the onslaught. Stop the invasion, Trump writes. Um, Trump also said um, <clears throat> he also said everything that Biden does is wrong. Worst instincts ever. And he went on about that. He goes on about the fraud case against him and uh, the corrupt AG, Letitia Peekaboo James of New York State, and how corrupt that whole situation is. And uh, we'll await more from Trump. He also posted memes and stuff, golfing memes of him hitting golf balls and hitting uh, that hit Biden, stumbling Joe. All right, World War Three, y'all.
Uh, fighting has erupted on multiple fronts as Israel braces for a war of national survival. SHTF plan rights. It's becoming clear that Israel is going to have to battle enemies on multiple fronts. And that means that this war is going to look a whole lot different than a lot of people thought it would. If the fighting could have been confined to just Israel and Hamas, there would have been a lot of death and destruction, but everyone knows that Hamas is no match for the IDF. But if Hezbollah, Syria, Iran, and the Palestinians in the West Bank all jump into the conflict, all of a sudden this becomes a war of national survival for Israel. And in such a scenario, it, would, uh, it is much more likely that weapons of mass destruction will, will be used. So it should deeply alarm all of us that fighting now has now erupted on multiple fronts. On Sunday, IDF troops clashed with Hamas terrorists inside the Gaza Strip. And they go on. More information on shtfplan.com. Um, we had the UK Prime Minister come out and announced an extra $20 million in aid um, for civilians in Gaza. And we saw this last week, too, with uh, the US sending aid. Uh, UK leader Rishi Sunak announced Monday that British were sending an additional 20 million, uh, equivalent of $24 million of aid to help civilians in Gaza. Civilians in Gaza affected by the war between Israel and Hamas. They wrote, quote, we need a constant stream of aid pouring in, bringing the water, food, medicine, and fuel that is so desperately needed, the Prime Minister told Parliament after his trip to the Middle East. Uh, and of course, people bring up the concern that uh, okay, twenty-four million of aid is going over there, and uh, I think y you know uh, people are concerned with this funding the war um, or aiding terrorists, and uh, yeah, of course, I mean it, it's probably happening, and if not, the terrorists probably look at this and wonder, you know, how okay, who pointed this out? Somebody pointed this out. I think Roxy, um, who runs <clears throat> the government over there. In that territory where they're helping civilians, Hamas does. Hamas does. So uh, obviously, they could probably get it to Hamas. Um, I mean, this is funding both sides of the war, in my opinion. I think that it may boil down to that. You know, we're not getting receipts. We can't follow the money more than uh, just knowing that this is happening, really. But um, we're probably going to continue to see this every day, every week as things continue forward. Um, the Pentagon puts troops on prepare to deploy status amid attacks on U.S. in the Middle East. There were attacks on the U.S. in the Middle East over the past few days, uh, not really too widely covered, and so things are really heating up. And uh, we have RT.com reporting that Vladimir Putin suggested that U.S. President Biden come to him for pancakes and tea instead of supplying weapons to Ukraine if, as they say, Russia has already lost. So if Russia already lost, come have tea. Yeah, I mean, an interesting statement there from Putin. Uh, we saw the most violent night in Gaza since the beginning of the, of the war, according to RT.com. Actually, according to Mario Knopfel. And uh, he has <clears throat> been reporting on this stuff. And here's the problem with this type of information. This is alleged. And yes, there are there are there's a war going on. Uh, however, if you go here and you look at these pictures that Mario posted, 
which sometimes he does okay reporting. These images, apparently, neither of these two photos are from today's airstrikes in Gaza. It's just it's just uh, photos of explosions. I mean, this is irresponsible, um, and this is the kind of stuff we have to watch out for. I can't trust any information out there. It's crazy. Um, onward here. Um, North Korea threatens to destroy B-52 bombers in South Korea. It says the U.S. government is provoking nuclear war. Yeah, the rhetoric out of North Korea has always been kind of out there, and uh, this is not good. They're just continuing with the rhetoric there of aggression. Uh, more U.S. troops to be deployed in response to Iran. Mario Knopfel posted this. U.S. Secretary of Defense has announced an increase in the positioning of U.S. forces in the Mediterranean region in response to recent escalations by Iran. Austin also ordered that the aircraft carrier USS Eisenhower to the Central Command Area of Operations, i.e. getting ready for battle. He further stated that he will continue to evaluate the positioning of U.S. forces in the Middle East and consider deploying additional capabilities as necessary. This decision follows detailed discussions with Biden and Biden and includes the transfer of the Eisenhower aircraft carrier and its battle group to the region, as well as the deployment of a THAAD missile interceptor battery and additional Patriot batteries. The source for this is the Department of Defense. And we have Russia advising against travel to Israel, Lebanon, Jordan, and Palestinian territories, according to the Insider paper. Um, we had, according to RT.com, the Philippines summoning a Chinese envoy after sea clashes. So just a lot of military movements going on around the world. Let's talk a little bit about health, and then uh, we'll get out of here for the day. Um, with all this stuff going on, it's easy to to get depressed. It's easy to um, wallow and and feel sorry for ourselves and worry about the future. But we need to, instead of doing that and getting stuck in what we call the jello, the weird jello, uh, we need to focus on things that we can control in our lives. That includes our health and uh, just different personal projects and our careers and just, uh, you know, doing well. So focus on the things we have, we can't, we could uh, actually affect instead of worrying about tomorrow, worrying about nuclear war, worrying about all these things. We need to uh, not do that. But an article uh, came out from the telegraph, telegraph.co.uk. They said that obesity is killing three times as many as new as malnutrition. Obesity is killing three times as many as malnutrition. Obesity is now killing triple the number of people who die from malnutrition as it claims more than 3 million lives a year worldwide, according to a landmark study. This was published in 2012. It's probably a hundred times worse now. Holy moly. Imagine. And I mean, I wonder what something else might be uh, hurting people more than obesity out there. Um, but you guys, uh, we need to work on our health in every every way we can. Uh, that's one thing I really like about our private social network, socialredpill.com. A lot of times 
when our discussions in the evening, our private discussions for members only, uh, $5.99 subscriptions uh, or higher, we discuss health, we discuss our personal regimens, we discuss different um, philosophies and different ideas and different approaches to this. And um, many people have different, everybody has different experience with this stuff and uh, their doctors all tell them different things. And it's a widely debated topic, even amongst professional uh, professionals out there. So it's important that everybody come together and we figure out the closest thing to the best thing we could do for ourselves. Uh, there are a few things we know for sure that are very good for your health, our health, that's staying active and getting off your butt and walking around a little bit. Just a simple walk will work wonders for you and your mobility, your general health. Walking, I'm not kidding. Just do a little walk every day. Try to increase that uh, movement um, and take some time out of your day to do so and you'll start feeling better uh, physically and mentally and all that. So just walking, folks. If you can't walk, do what you can do. You know, however mobile you are, um, test those limits, move, just simply move. I mean, if you could, um, uh, if you have limited mobility or anything like that, or, you know, you can't get off the ground and get up or things like this that happen to many people in uh, especially older age, well, then use, use handles and use a chair or a couch and get up and down as many times as you can as an exercise. Um, you don't have to do weight training and all this crazy stuff. Just simple mobility using body weight can work wonders and uh, keep you active and mobile longer as you keep using your body. So please, please stay active and get out there and do something. Go for a walk and whatever you can do. Do chores, chores. I don't care if you're doing laundry. That counts as moving your ass. Uh, gardening and these kinds of things, I think, help people's longevity in the long run. Just having a purpose and and staying bu staying busy. So, please find that uh, find that uh, will to do it. And it's not like you know I'm not going to tell you um, that it's easy or anything like that. No, it sucks. But you have to dig deep and just make it no choice. Just you have to do it. It's required. And people are always talking about, well, how do you get the motivation to do shit? Sometimes you don't have motivation. There's no motivation. You just have to do it because you know what's going to happen when you do after you do it. It's it, There's no really great motivation for everything that you do that's going to be good. Um, that's just not realistic to be motivated all the time. And maybe that's an unpopular opinion probably. But um, you know, people go through their ups and downs. And when you're on your downs, you just got to force yourself to do it. And yes, it's going to suck. Whatever it may be. It. It's going to suck. But you keep doing it, you're going to be ahead of the curve. You're going to be better off than most people who say, I don't feel like it. I don't want to. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, do it. Do it anyway. Um. Apparently, doctors and lawyers are saying people can now sue the mRNA COVID vaccine manufacturers for damages, and the FDA is required to take COVID vaccines off the market. This is according to leading report. And I don't know why now doctors and lawyers are saying people can sue the FDA. Um, there's no uh, source material here. They posted this yesterday. If anybody knows anything about this, I'd be interesting, interested in hearing more. Um, but there's also information coming out that I think it's out of the UK that like 2% of people are taking the jab now or whatever the 
kind of jab they have out there. I don't even know. But that most people aren't getting their boosters and all this stuff. They're pretty much like, yeah, no, you guys pulled the wool over our eyes once. And now I have, you know, a rash or now, you know, my loved one passed or all these different things. People are uh, kind of becoming awake to, to uh, what these injections are. Thanks to a lot of people out there that have uh, done research and helped uh, inform people on the potential dangers of these things, which I'm not a doctor. Talk to your doctor about this stuff or find a good naturopath or somebody who has their head screwed on right that isn't just completely insane and uh, do what they say I'm generally. Um, and do your own research, folks. People, I mean, they say, oh, you do your own research? What are you, some kind of conspiracy theorist? Get out of here. No, 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 no. Anyway, folks, let me check the chats real quick. LeftMD says, get natural sunlight as much as possible. Absolutely, that's the best source of vitamin D. The amount of vitamin D you get from the sun is just insane. Like, you get, like, uh, heroic doses of vitamin D from the sun. Um, and if you can't get that, then, of course, you can use supplements. But number one, get out there in the sun because you're going to get the most natural vitamin d from that absolutely true that stuff works wonders for your mental and physical health also hydration hydration is one easy thing you could do to uh, keep yourself healthy and that's not just drinking water and especially tap water and stuff you guys no bueno you're you want some good water clean water no fluoride and you want electrolytes electrolytes and water okay a lot of it especially if you're drinking coffee coffee is a diuretic it's going to make you piss out all those vitamins so you want to replenish that you know for every coffee you drink you should have some water to to uh offset that little bit of dehydration there and electrolytes a lot of people complain they're like yeah you know i don't like drinking water because it makes me piss too much well, if you have your water with electrolytes, it helps you not piss so much because it helps that water get into your cells with all the uh, appropriate ingredients. It helps your body actually use that water rather than just flush it through your system and then you're peeing out clear water. It, it helps it get into your body. So if you have that problem, um, try to drink most of your water early in the day <clears throat> and also take it with a lot of um electrolytes and see if that makes a difference for you just a little tip there um we discuss health a lot on the social red pill you could create an account for free and get access to most of the stuff there socialredpill.com is the place to do it you can support uh the red pill project by donating during the live shows uh subscribing at socialredpill.com uh donating at redpills.tv slash go which I'll put the link in here in the chat, redpills.tv slash redpills.tv slash go is our gifts and go campaign. If you guys want to do just a one-time donation, whether it's just, you know, a few bucks or whatever, it all helps tremendously. We're completely listener funded. And uh, without you guys, this stuff would not be possible. So we'd really appreciate it. Um, and I'll put that link there. Also, social red pill link, www.socialredpill.com, our private social network. Like I said, it's free to join. Create a free account. If you want to try out what is um, included in this $5.99 subscription, which is our uh, after chat discussions with uh, people 
uh, fans of the show, the Red Pill family. Josh does a Q&A every Thursday night. And we do our Friday night continuation of the Fringe conversation um, offline, just privately. Uh, these kinds of things. If you want to try it out for free before you commit to a $5.99 a month or something, then you could just hit up me or Josh on the socialredpill.com after creating a free account and we'll let you try it out and see if it's for you. Um, if you've donated in any other way, shape or form or supported us, you are welcome to join those. Just create a free account and let us know you want in and we'll get you in there. And uh, we have changes coming to that platform. We have changes coming to uh, our, our shows and our schedules and all this stuff. So stay tuned on all that information as we get things and all our ducks in a row and everything. That'll be coming up here in the following weeks and next week, probably. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. Uh, you could keep in touch with us by subscribing on redpills.tv. That's our website. If you put your email in there, we'll send you one email every weekday to let you know what is coming up this evening, that evening, as far as the show for the Daily Dose, if there's any guests, etc. And also, if we have a guest, all of their uh, website information and whatnot will be there as well if you're interested in visiting more of their content or if they have a product or a book that's usually included, as well as in that newsletter, we have recaps for our news shows. So everything we discuss, we provide you the source information on where we're getting it. And if you go to that, you can find their source information and do your own investigation into the truth of what actually is going on in this world. Those recaps are all on Substack, uh, Red Pill Project on Substack, and you can subscribe to that for free. We have all of those recaps as well as some articles written by the Red Pill family, written by Josh, Summer, etc. So uh, you could check that out on Substack. All right, y'all. Well, it's Monday. You all have a lot of things to do. I've got a lot of things to do. Let's just stop it right here. We'll reconvene tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time with Josh. And with that, everybody, take care. God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.